You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to another fabulous episode of Dear multi Hyphenate. I am your host, Michael Kushner, and I'm so glad you are joining me. Thanks, as always, to Broadway Podcast Network, Alan, Dory, the rest of the team. You're all so incredible. And if you are new to Dear Multi-Hyphenate or old to Dear Multi-Hyphenate and you haven't done this yet, which, um, please <laughs> add me on Instagram uh, and TikTok at the Michael Kushner, or uh, if you wanna, if you want double the brownie points. You can add me on Instagram at DearMultiHyphenate as well. Follow me. I, I sound like a an 87-year-old trying to figure out social media. I'm like, friend me. <laughs> I'm a mess. Anyway, hi. Just letting you know before we get into it, this episode, trigger warning, this episode does go pretty heavily into uh, eating disorders. So I just wanted to um, share that information before uh, we we go any further but i'm really excited to share this episode with you it's it's a really vulnerable thing for me um but it was actually also very liberating so i hope you enjoy the episode now if you are one of those people that hear me talk about my uh my workshop multi-hype which i teach with ashley kate adams and kimberly faye greenberg and you're like oh i can't I, i can't do it this time but uh next time well i'm announcing it now early enough for you to catch it we are only uh we are keeping it only open to about five to seven slots um we're keeping it really small and intimate uh but basically it's a workshop of how to be your best multi-hyphenate and we it's it's extremely hands-on and you walk out with a massive plan on how to tackle your uh your multi-hyphenate identity. I mean, you literally walk out with with blueprints on the next steps. And our alumni, uh, I mean, they've all started businesses and have been able to quit their for now jobs and survival jobs because they have been able to garner income with their artistry. So it's really quite amazing. So if you want information on that, please email me at dearmultihyphenate at gmail.com or message me on social media and I'll be glad to give you more information. Uh, so I hope that you can join us. I think that's it. 
I mean, there's there's other exciting. Well, actually, I did a head a headshot sale this past week, but I wasn't able to announce it on a podcast because the podcast already came out. So if you um if you want a hundred dollars off of a headshot session with me, then how about this? If you're listening to this episode, <laughs> then you could use the code end of summer sale, and then just also write that you uh, heard the code from the episode of everybody on stage under multi-hyphenate and i'll just make sure that you get that code if you book in um the two weeks that the episode uh was exclusively out um do you hear my puppy barking he's doing a little huff and puff and now he's looking at me like i'm like i'm the crazy one um anyway so if you want a hundred dollars off of your headshot session with michael kushner photography Go ahead and follow those instructions, and uh, let's start the episode because you know I'm I'm advertising so many different things for you, and your heads are probably spinning. But um, let's let's go into Greg, of every of everybody on stage. Greg Carruthers is a Toronto-based choreographer, actor, and body positive activist. Hailing from Bradford, Ontario, Greg studied music theater performance at St. Lawrence College which recently nominated him for an Ontario Premiers Award. Greg has choreographed for Theatre Sheridan, Heart House Theatre, Canada's Wonderland, the, Mad- the Maddenant Theatre in Dubai, and the July 1st ceremonies at Queen's Park in Toronto. As a performer, Greg was most recently seen on the first national tour of, Prey Par- of Trey Parker's Cannibal the Musical. As the artistic producer and founder of Everybody on Stage, Greg has produced projects for Musical Stagecoes, Musical Moments, and Buddies in Bad Times Queer Pride Festival. With funding from the Canada Council for the Arts, Greg conceived choreographed and produced a short film titled cell block tango reimagined which was screened as part of the toronto outdoor picture show greg is very excited to be choreographing into the woods at the grand theater in london this fall as well as developing new queer musical and dance and film head to everybody on stage also at the store everybody on stage online if you use the code word multi in all caps you will get a discount through the store which is really cool and kind of greg to set up um we also have some updates with greg since this episode but um the production of into the woods that he is choreographing opens on september 20th at the grand theater in london ontario and theo's book club uh the business launches october 1st with daily content on all social media platforms and you could follow along at theo's book club uh to support it Greg also found out that they are receiving some grant funding for a project that will be launched on their socials in January 2023, so be sure to follow for that. Okay, everyone, enjoy the episode. Again, we do go into um, eating disorder talk, so that is a trigger warning, and please follow on social media and write, comment, share, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, and write a review, all that good stuff. Sending love to you all. Enjoy! We've already started the episode. For those of you that are listening, but you're not, no matter how how much money you Venmo me, you're not going to hear the beginning of this episode. <laughs> um, so I am so excited to have Greg Carruthers here. <laughs> Already off to a great start. Oh, wowza. Hello. How is you doing? <laughs> I am doing well. I am having some iced coffee. Oh, I wow. karen yesterday. Oh no. Speaking of this coffee. 
Oh, right. what as happened? A, okay. As a business owner and Can't someone <laughs> and ha- well, we'll talk about that. As a yeah. business owner and someone that has positions of power, mm. one of your jobs is to problem solve. Mm-hmm. No matter how big or small the problem is. Mm-hmm. Now, yesterday was my puppy's birthday. And we are limited on the things that we can do for him because of the heat and it's bad for a Frenchie. So I ordered on Uber Eats at Starbucks a Uh bunch of stuff because Uh I was like, I'm going to order a bunch of stuff so it's worth it. And then I called and I said, even even if they couldn't do it, I still ordered. Right. I called and was like, hi, can you put a pup cup in? the uber eats order and the manager goes absolutely 100 percent. i'm on it great the order comes it's not in there and i call and i say hi (laughs) i go hi so sorry but i spoke to you earlier and Mm -hmm. i'm also surprised that they had a number at starbucks in the city that i can like someone was answering um i said hi you didn't put the pup cup in and we talked about this and she goes, Oh, sorry. Got swamped and totally forgot. And I went, okay, yes. How can we rectify this? Because you told me it was going to happen. It didn't. I spent some money on this order really just to get the pup cup. And she said, can you come in tomorrow or something? I said, well, the problem is that it's my puppy's birthday today. So it would be great if, and she's like, I don't know what to tell you. I just forgot. And I was like, and that's when I got upset because I was like, that's when, if I was a manager, which I've been before in many Mm -hmm. different experiences as a photography business owner, as the director of programming Green 42, I, it's then your responsibility to go, how do I fix this? And so I stepped in and was like, what about this? If I order more food, can we get the pup cup in there? And then maybe, cause she had offered a refund and I was like, then can you just refund that order? I'm just going to get an iced coffee and put the pup cup in there. And then you refund that. Right. Yeah, we can do that. And I was like, why didn't you just offer that to begin with? So this coffee is a direct response <laughs> of Karen. Hi, Greg Carruthers. How are you? What a long way to get there, but I'm glad we arrived. So sorry. <laughs> it's my podcast. It's mine. No, absolutely. You do you. I'm just for kidding. For sure, for sure. No, I'm just kidding. You're like, uh, why did you ask me to be here? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey there. Um, so I found you on TikTok. You did, yeah. And I'm really um, inspired by your... Um, you're just like... You're, need to exist as a person in this industry thank you, thank you very much <laughs> which is not appreciate that which isn't asking for much really yeah 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 but i think um i think we're all really like really conditioned to like think it's a lot as as like tools as artists we're like tools of other people's journey and creativity and whatever so like when you're like rejected time and time again you're like oh it's okay like you know i'm not part of their vision and then you sort of realize that like what 
what is the vision though you know like what 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 is why why aren't i part of the vision mm-hmm. why 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 not why has mm-hmm. it been like you know a strong decade of working in this industry and like working for myself more than other people you know mm. yeah why, why what's that about yeah because because people come like people i i can i can sell tickets to me but like why can't you sell tickets to me you know yeah so tell that's a great point um open yes lots of discussions there (laughs) yeah who are you what do you do what's your sort of why mission statement yeah thing for sure bob that does the job so my name is greg crothers i am an actor choreographer and body positive activist i run a company called everybody on stage which advocates for body diversity in theater to help mitigate the long-term health effects on artists uh, regarding body dysmorphia and disordered eating um because if you look at any like theater dance in the media like if you look at like your favorite dance film bulimia is like a, a tool of the trade and like it's it's um it's it's gross it's like like people people die from eating disorders like in canada there's a million people suffering with an eating disorder and it has the highest mortality rate of any mental illness with like a mortality rate of 10 to 15 percent so like out of that million people 10 to 15 percent of people will die from this and it's it's um it's like rooted in fat phobia which has its roots in racism and it keeps this the cycle keeps going um but like people are dying from your fat phobia and that's that's wild that's wild that like we are so hung up on the way theater has looked forever that, that like we can't change our perspective enough to like literally save people's lives anyway that's what i do and that's what i'm sort of working towards these days that is amazing i didn't even I didn't know those statistics. That is so wild. And, you know, I've been in the industry 22 years and I have had a lengthy battle of like, not, not an eating disorder that dominates my life, but, Mm -hmm. but am am I, everyone, everyone has that, but, but has it infiltrated my life? Absolutely. Have I been, have, when I'm praised for losing weight, my calorie intake drops. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I'm feeling woozy, <laughs> which yes. means I'm, I'm doing, doing a good it. thing. Yes. Um, which is mm, really not yes. great. No, it's like literally like I've dieted so much in my life that I don't have hunger cues anymore. And so like this summer, I've only been focusing on trying to listen to my hunger cues because I don't have them anymore, you know, and that's when I like in college, my ballet teacher would just go, people would go up to her and be like, what can I do to, to like be a better ballerina? And she'd be like, lose three pounds, lose th- everyone lose three pounds, you know? And it's because we are so stuck in these like ethnocentric dance styles. We're so stuck in like ballet and, you know, contemporary and all these sort of things that like the lines are based on thin bodies and we don't accommodate plus size bodies. You don't see them in ensembles. Like, no, you, you don't. don't. And we have come you from away, we have come from away on Broadway, but we can't have one show on Broadway that's like this is the real people show. Yes, yeah. The I mean, Strange Loop is doing brilliant things right now mm-hmm. with that. Yes, um, too. but um, I've actually so Michael Rubinoff was the um, originating producer of Come From Away, 
and he has been super supportive of everybody on stage and um we've we chatted a lot about the choice to make those people real people and why they went with the body types they went with and that sort of stuff and it's it's so cool to hear that like there are people who are doing brilliant things that are making space for people you know so like hats off to come from away that was a big deal it yeah and it's my favorite show on broadway you know and what'd you say and beanie well you know let's talk that's a whole conversation let's (laughs) no let's get into it let's get into it is it okay if we get into this please of course i'd love to this whole funny gorilla thing is rooted in not only fat phobia but anti-semitism um so my take on it is that i in terms of fat phobia we're you know we are treating this girl with absolute absolute vigor and disrespect and it's it's awful that it's pretty prevalent i just think um it's frustrating for me that like when the show opened she was literally called like roly-poly roly-poly but then like and then like leah michelle swoops in to save the day and like takes her like very primarily white fan base along for the ride like i don't know sometimes with love the broadway community can get a little wild sometimes and like (laughs) i don't know if you noticed oh Um, yeah sure (laughs) we everyone wants to feel seen and heard because we haven't been seen and heard in a long time and with the pressures of like what our government is doing to us people Mm -hmm. are hurting um, and Broadway is a, and Broadway TV film is a chance for us to see ourselves. Mm-hmm. For, it's a place where we actually feel like we have control, right? And I understand needing to feel heard and seen, but there's a way to do it, and that's by leading with kindness. Yeah, and the the thing that is hard is like new Broadway shows also don't sell because they're not Funny Girl, they're not Music Man, you know? Right. So. It, it comes down to the Broadway community. If you don't want to see certain things on Broadway, support the things you want to see on Broadway. Like if, if, if Strange Loop closes anytime soon, like we can't, we don't, we don't get to have nice things. You know what I mean? Like it's already, it's already, people are, are already like preparing for the downfall. People are already like being like, this show's going to close immediately on TikTok and stuff. And it's like, what if we all instead of like decided that it's going to close what if we all support it buy a t-shirt you know what i mean like support the things you want to see in this world and if you really don't see anything you want to support on broadway instead of taking that anger yes and and posting venomous videos on social media and comments create your own stuff yes yes there's there's room for voices so like if you're not being represented make some noise and create something that's uniquely you, you know? That, and that's the whole thing about being the multi-hyphenate. It's going, yeah. you know, I talk about this all the time. Multi-hyphenates are made primarily of queer mm-hmm. people of color uh, because our stories are othered. You know what I'm yes. saying? Yeah. So, um, and we have had to be like, all right, I'll write the story and I'll find a producer where I'll produce it myself to tell yes. that to center it. Yes. And it goes into every aspect of creating if you don't see yourself write it yourself create it yourself Mm -hmm. and you know what yeah it's difficult Mm -hmm. remember when your parents or your guardians or whoever you were raised by or whoever was at 
whatever holiday goes, wow, show business, that's really hard. Right. They think they mean waiting tables, but the mm. industry is hard because of, of taking initiative for yourself. Yes. That's when it gets hard. Um, they think waiting tables is a failure and it's not people need to get by, but what are you doing in that time of that? You're waiting tables. Are you writing your story? Are you meeting with producers? Are you figuring out a team where you can like, and also we're sleeping on waiting tables. Here's the thing. This industry is all about being able to talk to people and having people remember you and having people want to work with you. Mm -hmm. Half of this job is not only talent-based, it is also, I'm going to be working with you for the next 12 weeks. Mm -hmm. And I have to like you enough to want to work with you again. Yeah. So while you're waiting tables, you're actively learning, like, how to communicate better with people and how to, like, get involved in small talk, how to engage with people, like, Work, hone those skills because that is half of our job, especially as multi-hyphenates. And then on the flip side. Yeah. I think that the perspective of a director and a creative Mm -hmm. team hiring people that they want to hang out with. Right. Is really toxic because it's like. What I mean by that, though, is like you need to be a good person. Like, yeah. I don't want to work with shitty people. I know that, like, if we're hanging out hanging out for the next 12 weeks, like, if we have to be creative together for 12 weeks and I can't I can't connect with you, what are we doing? You Definitely. Know? That's what I mean. I don't mean, like, yes, I understand what you're saying. Like, we're not here to be pals. We're working together and, like, creating something. Right. And then that bond comes out of that professionalism. Yes. You know what I yes. mean? Like, yes. there have been creatives that are literally like but can i get a beer with them after it's like no that's sure. not your job sure, you sure, 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 sure. what if they are a single parent right, right. they are yes. right for the job yes but yes. they're a single parent and after the show they're going home to go take care of their kid like yes you know what is what is that it's it's yeah. it's i think it's born out of this sense of like longing and you know connection which is which this industry is all about but yeah if someone can tell the story in an appropriate way. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. And I also think it comes out of like the like abusive schedule we put ourselves through to create, like the act of creating theater is it's like low key abusive, just like the, the hours that we work, the way that we create six days a week, Mm -hmm. full time. You know what I mean? Like it is not conducive to having a life outside of our industry. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where that like, buddy buddy bs comes from is that like you are spending the next like 60 hours a week with this person you know and that's why we like demand that we become friends and it's like you're not you know i've worked at starbucks i'm not like you know there to make my best friends i'm there to make my money i'm so glad that like we see it eye eye to eye on that Mm -hmm. and like but also are having open dialogue about the things that we yeah um we find to be more important or less important because like this hello for everyone on social media. This is how you have dialogue. You go, I see you, but I also agree with this. And guess what? Greg Greg and I are still friends and I'm going to support their work. You know, Um, (laughs) and yeah. And Greg is a, uh, as voice their opinions and I don't feel attacked or sad about it. So let's communicate with joy and love and we can have open dialogue. So something that I so admire about your social media presence Mm -hmm is you're well I said in the beginning it's sort of like you're just like your basic need to exist 
like every other human. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what I've found so freeing about your videos for me personally is that I had COVID in March of 2020. I'm a COVID long hauler and it has mm. completely rewired my system. And in turn, I have put on probably about 50 pounds. Right. So in doing so, I have actually never loved my body more. And it has been the scariest, but also mm. the most freeing thing. Mm -hmm. And I've never felt more confident and I'm able to just enjoy the th parts of my life that I can enjoy without like the COVID long haulerness affect mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, I feel so much more almost ready to start auditioning again, because mm. I've been in the, again, I've been in the industry 22 years. I started as a child actor and then, right. and I studied in college and I entered the industry and I, with what is happening trend wise in the industry was you have to be a skinny belty riff worth riffy tenor that was what was happening like that's what I was seeing in all the YouTube videos and all the readings and all of this or you got to be completely opposite right right my dream roles are Tenardier my dream roles mm. are Roger Debris and I know that I have to wait to do those roles because I look 16 but I feel like I'm closer to playing those roles mm. since my body has changed mm. and I feel like I have more of a place in the industry since my body has changed so it's been mm. this like very strange liberating but also like that's an interesting thing to talk about with my therapist. <laughs> and also a very specifically male presenting thing that doesn't mm. happen for women. Hey, mm -hmm. let's talk more about that. Well, I mean, it starts young, right? Like if you think of every like youth production you were in, I mean, maybe not you, but for, for us non-professional children, <laughs> um, if you think of any youth production you were in, fatness was used to denote age mm -hmm. often. Mm -hmm. um, and so like when I interview people for everybody on stage stuff, we talk about like everyone has the same resume, you know, everyone was like, um the the aunt and the best friend and like um oh, what's a good example there's a oh god in cabaret Fräulein cost schneider schneider thank schneider. you it's so um, who cares so yes, that yes everyone every single person had that on their resume you know what i mean there's sort of like check marks um so it's it's been interesting i've been going on a similar journey when i stopped hating my body because i actively hated my body every single day that I woke up and like there were days that I didn't understand my mental health struggle as well that I like didn't like this body was not going to keep me alive if that makes sense um and that's just like a wild place to live in because if you hate yourself every single day why would anyone else like you why would anyone else want to be around you if you are so toxic in the way that you speak to yourself. So I have been working a lot on that. That's my been my primary focus. Um, and along that journey, I realized that like, I only hate my body because society has taught me to hate my body. And there is no reason to hate my body because like all medical fat phobia, like it, it is so pervasive. Like if there is a narrative where fat cannot also equal healthy, like I, I walk 10k every day and I dance and I go to the you know what I mean like I'm a very I'm the most active I've been in my life but I'm also 
at one of the in one of the largest bodies I've been in in my life. But I feel like I can climb I can climb stairs better than I could when I was struggling with my eating disorder. You know what I mean? So like there's this narrative that like a fat body is bad and ugly and gross and like I I'm done with that. I don't care if other people think I'm attractive because I don't need that anymore. You know, like I am happy in my body and I deserve to take up space in this body. So like, I don't know, get into it society. That's sort of my mantra. That like if you don't if you're not obsessed, eh, we don't have to be pals, you know? I love that. Um I I you know, I do want to like check my own privilege yeah oh before for sure. and be like yep you're 100 percent. i was like thinking about that the whole time you're talking it's like mm. i'm lucky that i get to have that experience and privileged enough to get to have that experience yeah. privileged enough yeah. that my dream roles are those dream roles that it's right. like i don't have to you know put the really put the pressure on myself to have washboard abs and stuff like that right and right. it's you know i i'm thinking about my time in high school and sleepaway camps and stuff like mm -hmm. that where I was cast mainly because I sort of didn't give two shits and mm -hmm. they would put me basically where no one else could go. So one time I was playing an 80 year old, one time I'm playing a 12 year old, right. one time right. I'm playing a this, one time I'm playing a that. But I had friends that were absolutely cast as the, as the matronly aunt, mm -hmm. as the 70 year old mm -hmm. constantly in college because- and and they had telling, big yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if you're telling the 16 year old that they can't play a part that falls in love on stage, they will always be the like unlovable, non-sexual character. Like, how is a 16 year old person supposed to feel like they deserve love? You know, exactly. Those are really formative years. Yes, Those are really, yes. really formative years. You are you are giving them that narrative. That's the narrative that I was fed my entire life. That, I've yeah. I've yeah. also like noticed like being a gay man, like, you oh, know, yeah, let's not <laughs> right, right. Our community, me, yeah. Right. I've, it, I know. In every direction, either like the, the gay whiteness of it all, or like, I'd also like don't identify with like the bear community necessarily. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So like, can I just be, can I, can I just be gay? Can I just, right. <laughs> can I right. just be a gay person? Yeah. Yeah. And, and also like the, you know, based on the way that the industry is built, like my self-worth is based on others. So like, you know, I've had to do a lot of rewriting in my own life and be like, oh, I'll never forget when my, when my Broadway like star crush like was giving me attention and flirting with me. And right. it was so affirming. Mm -hmm. um, and then I started I started, my body started to change and I have not heard from them mm -hmm. since. And I know right. exactly why. Cause they also right. like one time, they also one time like told me like, wow, you're looking so, like I had lost weight and mm -hmm. they were like, wow, you're looking so good and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And I was just mm -hmm. like, and I started to associate like my self-worth, like someone in the industry that yep. I have always had a crush on is now, mm -hmm. is now treating me like this. And, um, that equals good. That equals right. I'm doing something good for myself. Right. And, right. and like, it's just, it's not and what it is. It's not the way people light up when you've lost weight. Like, that's what I became addicted to. People light up when they see you like you just had a baby or like you're engaged or something. They're like, oh my God, you look so good. Like, you have to tell me what you're doing, you know? And it's like, it's, it's gross. Like, you don't, like, I've, I've recently lost a bit of weight 
um, because I was struggling with my depression and like unable to feed myself, you know? So like when people are now like, wow, you're looking so good. I'm like, no, I'm depressed. Like <laughs> this is, you don't know what the, you, why are we congratulating weight loss still? That's so gross. Like, what are we saying? Like, wow, you're so much better than you were before because now you're not also bigger, you know, like, ugh. Maybe we should just like up. comment on each other's bodies. <laughs> hey, what? why don't we just do that? I mean, it's because, great. It's good yeah. to just be like, you, you're just like, it's good to just be like, you, I, I don't know. I, you, it's, compliments are great, but not based mm -hmm. on like size. You could literally yeah. be like, it's so good to see you. You're such a beautiful presence. You're yes. such an amazing energy. You're, and that's what they're complimenting you on. When you lose weight, they're complimenting on you feeling better in the body that you're in. And so they're not actually complimenting like good for you that you're smaller now. Like they're complimenting because you're lighting up. You're like, you're feeling better about your body. So like feel good about your body all the time. And those compliments start coming back without the weight loss attachment. And what's funny about that is I've actually yeah. received, and this is a privileged thing, mm -hmm. I have received a lot of comments of positivity since I've put on weight. Mm -hmm. And it's because I think of a few things, right? Like, I think it's just maybe attraction from some people, which is fine. Like, right. I'm attracted to all bodies. So, like, there are some people that... They're, Until I'm just we get into fetishization, which is... Which is another thing. Yes, yeah. So then, but also I'm, again, feeling more confident in my body than mm -hmm. ever. Yes. So I feel like I'm just like wearing it well. Yes. And I, you know, it's been. And wearing clothes that fit and wearing, you know what I mean? Like once you embrace the body that you're in, you start mm -hmm. dressing yourself in clothes that are cute and your size, you know, right. that's, that's, that's the next hurdle in terms of body positivity is like embracing that the old clothes don't fit and like. What if you bought clothes that fit your body, you know? Right, exactly. And that's and a hard move. It's a, it's a hard move, but also yeah. the hardest move is, I think, like, you know, the term Broadway body. And, like, right. I think, you know, even – it's so interesting. It's, like, I haven't walked into a room for auditions in this body, mm -hmm. so I'm really interested to see if my confidence is going to read. Mm -hmm. And I'm really – or they're just going to look at me and just be like, that's not – that's not who we're looking. I'm really interested to see when I start auditioning again. Yeah. What the I, experience sorry. is going to be. No, I've been going on a similar journey. Like I, the last thing that I auditioned for was a 2017 like national tour. And I did that. And that's the last thing I auditioned for. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I am now finally going into audition for jobs again. Mm -hmm. And like I booked the first job that I auditioned for. Couldn't do it because I can't schedule myself. But... <laughs> Like I have been trying to, to get a union job here for the mm -hmm. last decade and mm -hmm. I got it after finally embracing my body and being like, this is what you're getting. Do you want it? You know, versus like this, I'm sorry, my body looks like this, but would you still want me? You know, it's an entirely different energy. Right. I'm really, I'm, I'm actually really excited to start auditioning again. The main reason why I have an audition is because there's nothing I want to do yeah. Yeah, out yeah. there. I don't, there's just nothing I want to do out there. I don't want, I'm so much more, interested in telling my stories which i've done for the past few years mm -hmm. telling my own yeah, stories yeah, yeah. um and i just think that's very you know exciting to me yes. and i'm allowed to then that's the thing about yes. artists i think everyone thinks like you have to you have to you're on this one specific path and it's like it's an art no one like no one really made up like 
what our lifestyle is. It just sort yes. of morphed into this crazy thing. Mm-hmm. Um, like it just morphed because like when Broadway started, you know, it didn't look like this in the turn of the century and in no. vaudeville and you know in the in the vaudeville era it's like right. it didn't look like this you weren't required to be a triple threat that wasn't the reality at you the also time. weren't waking up at four in the morning curling your hair at ripley greer and like <laughs> hopefully yeah. being acknowledged on this like unofficial yeah. wait list that yeah hopefully they look up at you during your audition you know Right. And like, yeah, I, right. Exactly. I mean, there've been many auditions where I've, that's also the other thing. It's like, if they're not going to look up in the audition, I guarantee you, I'm going to be like, Hey, I'll wait until you're looking at me. I don't care because I don't (laughs) care anymore. I don't care anymore. I know. Like I've, I have my own, like I have my own career. I have a book coming out. I have a, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in the union. It's not like I'm like trying desperately to get in the union. I'm in the union. I have credits. I have a book coming out. They're just like, I have my life. I have my thing. Yes. So yeah. um, if you called me in for this role, then you're going to look at me. Sorry. Yeah. Then never, I then mean, nev- then never call real. me again. Real. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. I've been, I've been noticing that too. Like there are places that I've been auditioning for, for a decade. And now I'm like working with them and I call them and they're like, Oh my gosh, we're so excited to have you here. And it's like, I couldn't get a general audition last season <laughs> but okay and do you Thrill. think that's based on your tiktok presence is that what is that based on i think it's it like definitely yes like selling theater is really hard and selling theater in canada is a nightmare um because we are so spread out there's like three theaters so yes i think like theaters are looking into mm-hmm. new ways to advertise for sure but also like I don't think it, I think it's because like I don't I'm same thing you said I'm not desperate anymore I'm not like like if they don't hire me I got a grant I'm waiting on like I'm gonna be able to do this anyway you know so like let's I think I'm just like more comfortable taking up space mm-hmm. so like people recognize that people recognize when you take up space hey it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith co-star of my upcoming film if only in theaters May 17th do you want to tell people the big news All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. You are one of the very few theater TikTok creators to follow. Mm. And it's, I love your presence because I think it's so, it's so honest and um, it's relatable and creative. And I think, you know, what nauseates me about the Broadway TikTok community is the uh, spread of misinformation. Mm. You Mm -hmm. know, we um, love our drama. 
Yes. And yeah. there's one video I saw um, the other day that was talking about, that mentioned Broadway investing and literally what this person, this person said that they are a profession that they work in the Broadway community. I don't know them. And also I looked them up and I was like, yeah, uh, I, think I know who you're talking about <laughs> where where I don't know who you are. And then right. they started talking about Broadway investing, which is which was all not correct in terms mm-hmm. of facts, because guess who's a Broadway investor? Guess who's there's also no such thing as a Broadway investor. You yeah, invest yeah, in a Broadway show. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And guess who has done that before? Right. <laughs> and the things that were being said in this video were right. not actually accurate. So mm-hmm. um, there's misinformation happening. Yeah. Yeah. And why I love your stuff is because it is based in your experience Mm -hmm. and how you are going to change the the industry it has meaning behind it and that's why i like following you because you're not talking about anyone else's experience you're talking about your own Mm -hmm. it's not because the thing the thing people forget is like theater is hard to make and so when the theater that you like you want to like isn't what you wanted it's not your show you know like someone worked really hard many many hundreds of people put that thing together and we we desperately need funding for broadway we desperately want broadway to continue but people love tearing that shit apart and it it boggles my mind can we have nice things can we can we enjoy the mediocre thing until we get the great thing can't we can't we create new things that people want to get excited about like I don't know. Our community needs we we need some love. We need to take care of our own and we need to create new things because if you don't like the things that are being made, you have to make them yourself. And that's you, sort of like what I want to focus on. I like TikTok is a very powerful tool. Yeah. And like if you I think there's a lot of value in rethinking the way theater is produced and embracing this community that wants to celebrate new things like we're i'm currently developing a new queer musical and we are going to be launching uh like sort of like a side hustle business mm-hmm. um where we like get into queer literature which the the musical is based in and we you know have amazon affiliate links and like run ads on the page and do all the things that like make real businesses money and then use that money to fund our musical mm-hmm. you know so like I don't know that people are going to invest in my musical, so I'm going to find a way to make my musical make money before we even go ahead and get into rehearsals. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think we need to be creative as a community and find out ways to support each other and like use our varied skills because there are so many multi hyphenates in this world, especially in our community. That like we could we don't we don't need traditional theater producers. I mean, we will always will, but like we can be the pr- theater producers. Look at Ratatouille. Look at the Bridgerton musical, you know what I mean? Like, mm. we're winning Grammys for a TikTok musical. Like, there, this is this is our world now. We can do whatever we want. We can change theater. Get into it. <laughs> Get into Get it. Get to it. Well, it's no, it's so it's one hundred percent true. Mm-hmm. Um, it just needs to be done with like kindness because I think yes. this is all rooted in the fact that Broadway is a gatekeepery, mean, toxic environment and has Mm -hmm. been benefited Mm -hmm. from that for years Mm -hmm. and but in doing so we're still being mean we're still being mean to each other and it's like that's 
because I get it. We're protecting ourselves. We're protect, we're protecting our art. We want to be the change that we see. We want to be the what? Be the be the change, be the change you want to see. Want to see? It. Yeah. And there's a way. There's a way to do it. Mm-hmm. There's a way to do it. And um, we're just sort of eating our own. We're spewing untruths. We're we're not taking a. We're not breathing. Yeah. We need yeah. to breathe. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, I just, I think everyone can be a Broadway producer. Yes. You know, and I think we will be in the future. I think like theater will be produced in, in crowdfunding ways in the future because like mm. we, we need it. We need people to support the art they want to see. So everybodyonstage.com slash donate. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 No, yeah. please. How can we how can we get involved with you? You the thing that you just said just like opened mm-hmm. up a whole other thing where I'm literally just mm-hmm. like, oh, that's an interesting mm-hmm. thought. Because you know, when you when you produce a there's so much legality to it. There's, you know, mm-hmm. in terms of recoupment and things like that, there's so many legal aspects, you know, there's you are literally signing a K1 and yep. not signing signing a K1, you're you're getting a K1. Uh, that's american i have no idea what right you're right right no 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 that's right yeah it's um you get a k1 and you yeah you know you get basically a tax return tax information every year and it's right. like it's so much more legally it's so much more um uh involved than right. being able to like do a uh you know a gofundme but it's like what i do want to say about that is mm-hmm. like investing should absolutely be more accessible like yes. it's there there should be, there should be more accessibility in in terms of that um and there are uh really great coalitions that are um uh oh that open have opened up the doors for right. producing and young producers which are leaving my brain right now which i'll put in the okay. um the episode bio and stuff like that um but accessibility is so 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 important it's so important and we have to open up the doors for people to see themselves on broadway and that's a and that's one way is to just like make sure like people have stake in what is being shown on broadway because there are things that are produced all the time that i'm like who's asking for that correct who's asking for it 100 percent. who's asking it's like because it's also broadway's this fun mix of like die hard theater people but also like tourists who know they have to see a broadway show you know so it's like this this wild wild west of <laughs> where like commercialism meets art and it is who knows you really like you have no idea what's gonna do well on broadway right which is crazy i mean i i was asked to invest in hades town and i turned it down so that's cool Ooh, um but <laughs> but that's the thing and also people are forgetting that broadway is a two billion billion with a b yes. two billion yes. dollar enterprise it is mm-hmm. a business it is commercial yes. so things happen in this industry where it makes sense that they wouldn't that wouldn't happen but it does right right because of what is actually important. There is yes. such this, there's this, um, there's a video I just saw from a Paradise Square cast member mm. that um, I know. Uh, so like Canadian producers, sorry y'all. Yeah. Um, there's a cat, there's a 
video I just saw on TikTok from a cast member of Paradise Square, and he mm-hmm. is standing outside. I don't know their pronouns. He, they. I'll just say they are um, mm-hmm. standing outside the theater being like, I don't want to go to work. We didn't get paid. And I'm just like, and he, and you could tell that they're devastated that they're not, they don't want to walk through the stage door of their first Broadway show. But things, I mean, if you read books like Second Act Trouble and Diary of a Mad Playwright, I mean, Diary of a Mad Playwright is one of my favorite books of all time because mm. that, it talks about, it's a 300-page book. It's one of my favorite books of all time. It's a 300-page book about a play called Legends, exclamation point. Right. That was supposed to resurge the careers of Carol Channing and Mary Martin. They did a, at a ton tryout in Texas and- in LA and we're supposed to go to DC and then do their Broadway run. And it is a book completely about this play and how it failed miserably. The things that we're seeing today are not new. Right. They have happened since the dawn of time in terms of Broadway. So when are we going to stop acting surprised? Yeah. When (laughs) are we going to, when are we going to. Like this happened a month ago with Andrew in the West end. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Exactly. It's like, when are we going to start listening for this? We don't, we don't, we don't pay attention to those things. And therefore we get stuck in our own black hole of craziness. I know. I also love that. I just said Andrew as if we are personal friends, you know, Andrew, Andrew in the West End. Right. <laughs> Andrew in the West End. Yeah. it's wild. I wish. I and mean, for the money, obviously. Right. Exactly. And there are so many layers to everything. But anyway, this is such a great conversation. I feel like mm-hmm. I could talk to you for forever. <laughs> Um, so what is coming up for you next? Where can we find you? What sure. else do you want to say to the children? What's going on? Um, here's the thing. So what's going on? I am just about to do my very first regional equity contract. Here's congrats. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I'm choreographing Into the Woods um, at a regional theater here. I'm very excited about it. Um, and then in development, we have a new queer musical, a dance film about bulimia. Um, and we have two grant applications on the go for one is like a accessible um, like tap YouTube series uh, for elderly folks. Um, I'm going to teach my mom how to tap dance. And um, we're also working on a, a sort of a, a retraining program. We're calling it the Leading Player Project that if we're successful and get the grant funding, uh, we'll have 10 artists from across Canada come in and basically retrain them, like give them new material that isn't the quirky best friend, give them material that like is actually suited for the body, sorry, for the for the talents that they have and the stories that they've lived. Um, and, you know, give them new headshots and training and, and all this sort of stuff and do a showcase and a, a, a big event um, for us to reintroduce them to leaders in industry, artists, directors, agents, that sort of stuff. So there's a lot on the go. Um, a, a, an amazing way for you to support us is we sell these beautiful little everybody on stage t-shirts. They say everybody belongs. And the goal with these t-shirts is to wear them into spaces that like maybe need a reminder um, that you deserve to take up space. They're available on our website. There's a, a little code we could use. Wait, should we use a little code? Should we give you a code? What I about, a code. I love a code. oh, what? let's call it use, use code multi for 20% off. Oh. We oh. ship internationally. It's a great way for you to take up space. We have a little map where you can like take a photo of yourself and then it'll go live to the map and we can see our community across the world. And we have people, I've shipped them all over the world. So I'm very excited about it. That's a fun way that you can um, support us and just like, you know, do the following, share the things, like the stuff, comment on things, you know, it, it really does. So everybody on stage on all social media platforms, 
And uh, keep an eye out for a, a big fundraising campaign we're going to be doing in September to fund our third year of existence because I am a human being and I have never taken a salary from this business and I need to pay my rent. So for everybody on stage to continue, we're sort of at a pivotal moment and uh, we're hoping that people will invest in, in me and in the work we do. So you better work. Thanks, babe. Um, if you're a new producer and you're wanting to start to like understand how theater making works, this is your mm -hmm. call to get involved with Greg. Absolutely. Um, because this is how you start to people ask, how do you become a producer? How do you start to, how do you, what it's moments like this. It's mm -hmm. when you're like, okay, I have $400 to spare that I want to give to something to get into the room to yeah. produce and have some stake in. Yeah. I have $20 to spare. I don't have yes. anything. I just want to help out, you know, yeah. producing does not have to be gatekeepery. No, um, absolutely not. So find those spaces, find those rooms where even if you don't have funds to give and you do have time and talents, like learn about producing and then figure out like that's that's how you become a producer. That's how you make change in the world. Just yes. show up, show yes. up. And yes. wh whether or not you get paid for it, whether or not you have to donate some funds, that's up to yeah. you and your boundaries. But those 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 experiences and, and the one last thing i want to say we talked about it a lot but lead with love on social media and support the people you want to see on stages like all their stuff share it yeah. tag theater producers tag broadway shows tag people who need to see these people perform because if we as an audience go i want this person in this show there's a world where that will happen we will get there where like if you want to see someone support them because that's the only way that change happens. Thank you so much, Greg. You're amazing. You're amazing. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate and it. Thank you all for listening. Thanks, uh, thanks to Broadway Podcast Network. And please follow, like, subscribe, comment, do all that good stuff. Follow on Instagram at Dear Multi Hyphenate or and and or at the Michael Kushner. Please, if you can, write a review on Apple Podcasts. It really, really, really helps. I do some giveaways, and sometimes I use the people that wrote those reviews to, you know, I don't know, give a little something back. Oh, uh, so please write and uh, share all that good stuff. Anyway, enjoy. I hope you're feeling inspired. Thanks for listening. Bye. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.